Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining me in my first pilot episode of The Gospel Alone. I'm excited. I have been uh, wanting to do this for quite some time now, and here we are. Um, it's it's crazy um, how this thing has started, so please bear with me. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to get a hang of things um, I've been doing uh, I did YouTube in the past, blogging and websites. However, podcasting, it's a whole new beast, okay? It's a whole new world. And um, please bear with me as, you know, I try to provide you guys with quality, fun, and um, uh, cool um, topics and in, in, in podcasts, okay? So um, I guess I'm going to start... Um, by introducing myself, um, and then from there we can go into the reason why I decided to, or what led me to um, just jump into podcasting. So, um, some of you may not know, but my name is Victoria. I am a mother and a wife. I am a mother to a beautiful two-year-old girl. Love her, love her, love her, though she is She's a handful, but that is my life. I love her so much. I'm also a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for close to five years. I really love what I do. I'm full-time. I'm a travel nurse, more specifically. Um, I love the, the people that I uh, get to work with, the pa- patient populations that I that I get to work with, although it's, it's um, very difficult. And yes, you know, I was working through the whole pandemic. I am also a Christian. I've been a Christian for um, close to 12 years now. I gave my life to Christ back in 2011 um, in my college dorm room as a sophomore. Um, Hopefully, maybe on a um, different episode, I'll get more into um, that whole experience and my coming to Jesus story. But as of today, that's kind of like the... um, the short story I gave my life back in 2011 and ever since then I've just been loving Christ and wanting to share the gospel regardless of what I'm doing um, a lot of my friends know that I'm passionate about the, about Christ I'm passionate about the Bible and and so yeah that's a little bit about me now there are a couple of reasons why I I chose to or decided to just jump in and start a podcast. And there's really just two main reasons. So the main reason is my desire. I just have such a great desire and a passion to teach people scripture, teach them the gospel, teach them a certain doctrine and theology. I, I love apologetics. Okay. I, I got into, okay. So I've been a Christian for 12 years, I think around Five years into um, me being a Christian, I got into apologetics, maybe even earlier than that. And I loved it. I loved how through scripture and just through everything in our world, we have a defense for our faith. And uh, that's what really got me into apologetics. And I think even more so now than before, I'm, I, I am pursuing it like crazy that I'm even taking apologetic classes and uh, and stuff like that. It's 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 a really helpful tool to learn how to defend your faith as a Christian. Because when I first believed in Christ, um, I didn't really know how to defend my faith. Okay, I just knew that Jesus was real 
and that, you know, I am a sinner and, 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 and I needed to um, repent of my sins and, and put my faith in Christ. And, and I knew certain scriptures here and there, but I just didn't know how to defend my faith if someone came to me um, to talk to me or ask questions about well, why are you a Christian and all that? And so that's what really led me into apologetics and everything. Um, but yeah, I have such a great desire. The main reason why, or one of the reasons why I wanted to do a podcast is because I just have a great desire and a passion to reach a, a certain audience. Okay. And I'm not an eloquent speaker, you know, that's not my gift. That's that I know a lot of people that articulate well and, and such such eloquent speakers. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> that's not my gift. But I do know one of my gifts, um, I believe God has gifted me with a great desire and yearning um, for this world and sharing his truth with others. That I do know is a gift. And technically, it's not really a gift that I just have. I really do believe that God gives this particular gift to all believers because without the gift of desiring God, you know, we no Christian will yearn for truth and want to share it. So this desire is not just for me, but for all Christians. Um, but nevertheless, the desire has led me to want to share the truth that is in God's word with others, especially those of the faith that aren't really versed in scripture or just want to go deeper in their faith, you know, through learning about God, his word, theology, and just how our culture today and certain hot topics relate to scripture and so forth. And not only that, but I, I want to use this as a way for non-believers that, you know, want a better understanding of what we believe and the evidence for it. This is the podcast for it, okay? We, we're going to get deep. We are going to get deep into theology. We're going to get deep into it because I think a lot of us, especially in America, are not are just scratching the surface of Christianity. There are so many um, Christians across the world in different countries and continents and nations that are being persecuted for their faith. And there's so much boldness and, and, and they stand up for the truth, um, regardless of what society says, regardless of what the government says. And I feel like in America, we are just scratching the surface, meaning meaning that a lot of times we don't really know why we believe Christianity is true. We're very content, you know, not digging into our word as if our lives do not depend on it. But quite frankly, it does. You know, our sometimes our boldness for God seems almost watered down and for some almost disingenuous. And this is generally speaking, okay? I'm not saying this is all Christians in America. Um, I just think um, a lot of us have, have been content really not wanting to get deeper in our faith. So yeah, I could talk more on that, but for the sake of time, that's the primary reason. So the second reason um, is that, you know, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, y'all. <laughs> that's actually all I listen to while I'm driving, taking care of my daughter, doing house chores, on my break at work, if I even have time because <laughs> the nurse life is real and so forth. Um, and to be honest, most, if not all of the podcasts I listen to are basically Christian podcasts and then maybe one or two podcasts on parenthood and marriage. But even those two podcasts are from believers. And what I've noticed is 
out of all the podcasts, particularly the Christian podcasts that I listen to, there's a lack of Black, more specifically African representation representation of believers in that in that space. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't any, but the percentage is drastically low. At least from what I I've noticed. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but that's just what I've noticed. I'm not saying that there aren't any, right? But I don't really hear um, a lot of like um, black slash African Americans um, or Africans um, discussing doctrine and theology accurately and and scripture and speaking on scripture accurately. You know, I I don't really hear that, and I think that's missing. And before anyone misunderstands what I'm saying, I'm talking just about the podcast world and space. I think Black voices in the podcast space speaking on these topics is what is missing or is what is um, lacking, you know? And so all this basically ties back into me wanting to use this space to reach a diverse audience and have raw discussions and important talks on Christianity and topics related to it. So all of this is, I believe, is very important. Why is it important for us as believers to hear these things? Why is it important for us to have discussions about the Bible, about Christianity, about what we believe in, about having the right doctrine and studying scripture? I I think it's important. And I think a lot of the apostles in, in the Bible have given evidence of its importance all of this all of this is extremely paramount and i know some people may say is this really necessary to 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 really get this deep into scripture do i really have to know the bible let me tell you something what you believe about god the bible the world and anything else it shows who your god is and it can also give a clear picture of how you view God. Right doctrine is important, guys. It is extremely important. Knowing and believing the essential doctrines, the core beliefs, we're talking about the essential core beliefs of Christianity is paramount. And when we get those things wrong, when we get the gospel, when we get uh, doctrine wrong, we get everything else wrong. We get the gospel wrong. We get Jesus wrong. And hence, we, we, we are worshiping a false God. So all of this is important. If we look at Titus 2.1, it says, But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. This is Paul talking to Titus, and he's telling him, you need to teach sound doctrine. It's important not only that, you know, we're taught sound doctrine, but that we understand and believe it. Because it interferes with every part of our lives. What you believe is how you will act. What you believe is what you will worship. Everything hinges on knowing and believing the truth. Our eternal destiny hangs on what we know as truth, guys. It, it is super important. We cannot make up our own truth contrary to popular beliefs. You know, you hear people say a lot, oh, you know, speak your own truth or, you know, your own truth is important as well. Guys, that's contrary to what we believe as Christians. There aren't multiple truths. There is only one truth. 
You know, Jesus said multiple times, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That, that That's just what we have to understand and believe and hold dear to and be grounded on that truth. And when we alter truth, when we alter when we alter true doctrines of the faith that are laid out so clearly and plainly in scripture, we make what is the true gospel into something entirely different. Um, I love First John. That's one of my favorite books. We see that towards the end of First John 2. If you look at First John 2, you see how John gives us a picture of how certain beliefs can show if we truly have Christ or not, Right. You know, he lays out the truth that if, you know, if someone doesn't believe in the deity of Jesus, if he doesn't believe that Jesus is Christ, John calls those particular sets, set of people an antichrist, which is basically someone who is anti everything pertaining to Jesus and doesn't really have the truth. I honestly, I encourage you guys to really read through First John. It, it'll rock you. OK, it's it's a, it's one of my favorite um, letters. But this is extremely important because our doctrine, what we believe, it either makes us for God or against God. And I'm sorry I'm throwing out so many. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm throwing out so many um, verses to you guys. But like this is just extremely important for us. And I just want to make sure I hammer it as much as possible in the first episode so we can get that out of the way. Because that this is the foundation of everything else that will be talked about. And so just one more place that I want to look at or give to you guys so you can see how much this affects us in our temporal bodies as well as in eternity. Um, if you look at First Timothy 4.16, uh, it says, Watch your life and doctrine closely. Preserve in them. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Do you hear that, guys? Watch your life and doctrine closely, because when we do that, we are not just saving ourselves, but we have that potential to save those who are hearing the right doctrine. And there are many more scriptures. I could spend literally hours giving examples of how the word of God teaches us that believing in the right thing, grounding our faith in the right things, understanding God's word accurately. All of these things are extremely important. When we have the core essential doctrines of Christianity, we will be able to worship God in spirit and in what? Truth, right? And that's why I'm giving so many of these scriptures because we have to stand on God's word if we really believe it's the authority. If we believe that God's word is authority, not our feelings, not what we believe should be true, but what God says is true, then that's what we should stand on. No matter what, no matter what our feelings tell us, no matter what society or the government tells us, we have to stand on what we believe is to be true. And Paul says it, your doctrine, what you believe in the end is what's going to save you. So just to be quick, I want to quickly go over what, you know, the core doctrines of Christianity, because I know some people are like, well, what do you mean when you say the essential doctrines, the core beliefs, the foundation of Christianity. What are those things that I have to believe in order to 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 get it right, to get the to get my worship right, if that makes sense. I mean, I don't know how I explain it. <laughs> but 
There are doctrines in Christianity that are closed-ended discussions, meaning that these beliefs and topics are not open in the body of Christ to be compromised on, but are laid out pretty clearly in scripture, which some people will say, you know, non-negotiable. And I'll just go over three non-negotiable, non-debatable, core essential truths of the of the gospel that the Bible reveals is important and reveals what is essential and what is true, regardless of what society says and what we believe and what we've been taught and so forth, right? So number one is, who is God? As believers, we have to get that right. The deity of Christ, we have to get that right. We as Christians, we're monotheists, right? Meaning we believe there is only one God. And this one God exists in three co-equal, co-eternal persons, namely the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, right? The, the triune God. And that's revealed from the beginning of the Bible all the way to Revelation. Specifically, if you want to read Isaiah 43:10, 1 Corinthians 8, 4 through 6, I love those particular verses because they make it very evident that there is only one God. And we also need to understand that that Christ is God. If we get that wrong, we don't have Christianity. We don't have God. So that that's number one. And then number two is extremely important, which is salvation comes by grace alone, through faith alone, period, period. Our salvation comes not by our works. Scripture says that it doesn't come through our works. It doesn't come through our works plus faith, but by grace through faith alone. And throughout these episodes, I am going to make sure we hammer that because we cannot have a work-based salvation. Because if you have a works, if you have a works-based salvation, it is not salvation. And how, so how do we know this? How do we know this is an essential truth that's non-debatable? Well, scripture says, it says it in so many places, but for the sake of time, I'll just give a couple. Um, so if you go to Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, it tells us that we are saved by grace through faith and not of ourselves. Is it, It's a gift of God. And then what's next? Not of works, least, lest any man should boast. Paul in Ephesians tells us that we receive salvation through faith, not through our works, so that we would have no opportunity to boast. And Romans 3, 28 says, we conclude that a man is justified by what? By faith. Apart from what? Apart from works. And justification is basically um, saying that to be justified means you are being made right with God. You receive salvation. And so we aren't justified before God. We aren't made right before God. And we do not receive salvation from God by works of the law. We receive it by faith apart from our works. And then lastly, read Galatians. Read the whole book of Galatians. It is literally talking about salvation and how one is justified and how one is made right. Because if, if you look at the history behind the book of Galatians, it's Paul addressing the people, the church of Galatia, because although they had received Christ, there were false teachers coming into the church telling them that, no, you're not made right with God and you don't receive salvation through your faith, and lo- through your faith alone. 
And in response to this, Paul says, don't believe these false people. I already gave you the gospel. And if someone is preaching a gospel contrary to what we preached to you, let them be damned. That's how serious we need to take this. So if you go into Galatians 2, there's a particular scripture that says, we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus. So that by works of the law, no one will be justified. So that's an essential truth. We receive salvation, you receive salvation through your faith. You cannot earn it. There's nothing you can do. And that has been the belief of the church since the beginning. Now, hear me out on this. This is what I am not saying. I'm not saying that works isn't important in the Christian life. Works and producing good fruits, those things in a Christian life, they are important, okay? They are important. But that is a different category than what I'm talking about right now. And we have to distinguish between those two because a lot of people tend to mix it together. There is justification, which is what I am referring to right now, right? And then there is sanctification. And hopefully in another episode, I'll go deeper into what the Bible says about each of them. But what I'm referring to right now is justification. How does one become a believer? How does one receive salvation? And how are we made righteous before God? That's the question we're asking right now. That's what we're talking about right now. And we know that it is through faith alone, apart from our works, that we are justified before God and receive salvation, you know, as we just saw through the scriptures. Now, there is a process called sanctification, right? So after one has been justified before God through their faith alone in Him, by the power of the Holy Spirit that has been given to us, at the moment of our salvation, we are going to bear good fruits and naturally do good works because we have the Holy Spirit in us, right? That's what scripture says. We're going to naturally walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Our works then show and prove that we indeed have Christ. However, our works do not contribute to receiving Christ because our best abilities, and you already know our self-righteousness, it's like filthy rags in the sight of God. So we don't do good works to earn heaven or earn a relationship with God because we already have it. We already have it at the moment we placed our faith and our trust in Christ. But we do good works because we love God and we want to please Him. So that is what I am trying to say. All right, so I just wanted to make that clear before I go on. And then lastly, again, the, these aren't all the essentials, but I think these are like the three most important ones. And then maybe in a letter in a later episode we can talk about the others, but we have to get the death and the resurrection of Christ right. That's a non-negotiable, non-debatable topic. We don't debate on if Jesus died. We don't debate on how he died. We don't debate on if he ever if he actually resurrected. We don't debate on that because uh, because scripture is clear. We need to know that Christ loved us so much that he came to take on the punishment for our sins, the punishment of our sins that we deserved. And he died in our place. And this is known as substitutionary atonement. Basically, God coming down, taking our place, the place that we were supposed to be in 
receiving the punishment that was supposed to be our punishment, right? So, so we know that Christ came, he literally died, and he literally resurrected in the same body he was put to death with and is alive now and forevermore. And I love 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Paul, I, I don't I can't remember the name that, I can't remember what it's called, that particular passage is called. There's a, there's a particular name for it. I can't remember, guys. But, <laughs> but read it. Paul basically gives that such a beautiful flow, such a beautiful statement concerning this truth, concerning Christ's death, concerning his resurrection. It's beautiful. And that is a truth that we need to hold on to. That is a core doctrine of why we believe what we believe in, you know? Because if we don't believe that Christ died for us, and if we don't believe that he rose, like Paul says, we're we're living in vain. We believe in vain. You know, it's pointless then. So, so yeah, I know that was a lot, guys. I know it was a lot. <laughs> Trust me. And for me, I'm like, whoo. But we we just have to we have to get these things right. We can no longer, as Christians, be okay with not opening our Bibles to really understand why we believe what we believe and what scripture says. We cannot rely on our feelings. We cannot rely on what this world is telling us. We gotta crack that Bible open. And if you call yourself a Christian, you got to look and see, okay, am I believing? Am I agreeing with what scripture says? Or am I making myself the authority? You know, so it's just important to understand and to believe, you know, otherwise, otherwise we, we just have the wrong gospel. So I really do with such great love, with so much love in me, encourage you, if you're a believer, especially if you're a believer, to continue to seek truth through reading your word. And if you're an unbeliever and you want to seek truth and you care about truth, I encourage you to read the Bible and see for yourself. Also, listen to this podcast. I, I don't claim to know everything. The more I know, actually, the more I realize I only know a little. <laughs> you know, I mean, the saying really is true. The more you know, the more you realize, wow, I, I didn't know what I thought I actually knew. You know, so we're here to learn together. But there is one thing I'm confident in. And no, is that God's words clear and plainly laid out for us. These essential truths are in the Bible for a reason, from the beginning to the end. So again, we're here to learn. Um, so yeah, guys, that's that's basically where that's basically the foundation of a lot of things we're going to be talking about. Um, there's it's going to be fun. It's going to be raw. It's going to get deep. And just so many more things to come. You know, we're going to we're going to try to make this relatable and enjoyable. And like I said, raw and deep. But again, always sticking to the always sticking to the truth and always going back to the gospel, because that alone is our lifeline. And in terms of the time frame, I, I know I get a little I don't know about y'all, but I know I get a little anxious and restless when I listen to podcasts and they're like an hour long or even over an hour long. So we're not going to do that here. We're going to try to keep it short and sweet. Hopefully, um, we're, we'll try to aim for like half an hour, maybe, maybe 45 minutes if it's a topic or an interview that is really important and we got to get all and we got to get through every single point or whatever the case may be. But for the most part, I'm going to try to keep it short. And I'm just saying that just so you guys know what to look for in the next coming episodes. And 
hopefully something great and powerful can come out of this. So yeah, if you guys have any questions, if you have any topics that you want me to talk about, um, please feel free to share to share it with me. I will I would love to I would love to hear I would love to hear what you guys think about certain things. I do not I do not believe in shutting people out. I do not believe in um, not listening to people. So this will be pretty chill and relaxed. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>